Hello, and welcome to the 14th episode of The Intoxicated Intellects. It's me, your host, Kyle, with my guest, Maya. Maya, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so we have this new beer here. Uh, it's, uh, what is it? A Sandia Slurp? Slurp. Sandia Slurp. Okay. So we're going to test this beer out. Oh, God. It's a nice sour kettle ale. What is it? What watermelon? Hold on. Yeah, watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a watermelon sour kettle oil. So, so let's test this shit out. It's all right. Yeah. I've had better. I've had better. It's a little perfumey. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna start it off with the important questions that everyone wants to know. Oh God. So, if you have sex and say JK after, before she says no take backsies, are you still a virgin? Did she come? (laughs) (laughs) Homegirl has some shit to say. (laughs) My cat just meowed and ran towards the microphone. (laughs) It's fucking horrible. Okay, if she did, but I still said no take back. I said JK before she said no take backsies. That that's not part of the equation. Yeah, I just want to know like if you did your job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yes or no answer here. I say yeah. I feel like if both parties are cool with it then yeah. What if she tried saying no take backsies but I said JK just before so they aren't cool with saying that then you aren't a virgin. V card has been. But I, but I but I said JK first. Was your dick in her? Hey, that's not part of the equation. <laughs> I feel like that's a big part of virginity. <laughs> also, we're talking like this is a very literal thing. Like this has happened before. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me a question. I'm just answering it. I'm sorry. All right, so so now into the more serious shit. Uh, so you're you're a bartender, or were a bartender. Mm-hmm. Right? So I yes. imagine there's some there's some pretty crazy stories oh, that come along with being a bartender. Bro, one time my boss was drinking at the bar, and I was bartending with two other coworkers, and he straight up got jumped. Like people pulled up, jumped out of their cars, left their engines running, jumped this man. I saw one of my coworkers who was drinking like just there as like a patron like run down like down and I heard commotion I ended up having to call it call 911 make a police statement that night and butterfly two eyebrows like butterfly stitch two eyebrows in the back bathroom Christ yeah (laughs) I was was expecting like more drunkenly shit no not like life comes at you fast type shit Yeah, like it was a guy I went to high school who jumped my boss and I like was like, yo, police officer, that's so and so. He lives at this address. This is his mom's phone number. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I I was expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So as a bartender, when do you know when to cut somebody off? Um. 
there's like this look you get when you're like at a certain stage of drunk where you're like just like glazed over and like you low-key start to disassociate but like you're still active in conversation if you're at that point and you haven't ordered water i'll offer you water and if you don't take it you're cut off okay so so if you can see the blackoutness in their eyes basically yeah okay and like I'll give you a second chance. If you take the water, I'll get you like another cocktail or something just so you're like like filling your system with not just alcohol. Yeah. But if you don't take it, then I'm like, okay. You're you're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> you're done. It's basically when you can look into their eyes and see that they can't form a single fucking thought. <laughs> yeah. When you look at them and they look through you. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. So you and me have had a friendship for about what two or three years now so Um, something about that yeah so we we became friends through a dating app (laughs) so my question to you is is what is the superior dating app i'd say bumble uh explain all right so i've had bumble hinge and tinder honestly i forget which one we met on but whatever i think it was bumble I, i think it was bumble too yeah Okay, anyway, um, I like it because, like, on Bumble, you, like, the girl has to make the first move, and it really makes me, like, think about who I want to talk to. Because, like, Tinder and Hinge, people can just be fucking up your ass about shit, and it's like, can you go away? Like, That's true, yeah. Whereas Bumble, I can be like, "Mm, no, and it expires (laughs) in 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ooh, that was a wrong swipe. There you go. Yeah, I, I feel like Bumble definitely gives more more power to the ladies. It, yeah, it, it does, which, which is a good thing. And that's probably why they're the only dating app that's taken that route. <laughs> I honestly, when like I first got it and I realized that that's like how it worked, I was like, you know, it like was just like a sense of like comfort and safety, which it's really small, but like it was just that like, oh, OK. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to jump into one of our staple games here. As someone who has listened to the podcast, you probably know this one pretty well. Probably. Ass or gas. Oh, God. Okay. So you might know how it works. I'm going to read you off some real lyrics. And you're going to rate those lyrics and tell me whether those lyrics are ass or whether they are gas. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Mona Lisa, you're an overrated piece of shit with your terrible style and your dead shark eyes and a smirk like you're hiding a dick. What the (laughs) fuck is this garbage? Mona Lisa, the original basic bitch, traveled thousands of miles to see your beautiful smile. Talk about a bait and switch, you ugly. (laughs) gas that's gas <laughs> yeah my, my favorite lyrics from this which i'm gonna read this off now just because okay. you, you liked it mona lisa where the fuck are your eyebrows <laughs> yeah you're not wrong you can land a helicopter on that potato four hit <laughs> it's it, it's a lot more elaborate than that but i only typed up those those lyrics but yeah, that song is a beautiful song. It's called The Mona Lisa by uh, The Lonely Island. 
Yes. So I take it you're not a fan of the Mona Lisa? I mean, I feel like that song really captures how a lot of people feel. <laughs> In like, like layman's term captures it because like it is talked about as this like beautiful like artwork, this piece of art. It's like a really highly rated thing. And then people that go and see it are like, it's the fucking size of a piece of paper. <laughs> it's it's definitely overrated. Yeah. <laughs> We're not playing over or underrated, <laughs> but it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Two games in one. Let's go. Oh, oh. All right. So the next one. Make a nun throw it back while I pull her scarf. She gave me head. My nuts touched her cross. Boss. <laughs> that was just funny. Is that um... gas or ass? I'm gonna say ass. It's Ooh. it like made me laugh, but I feel like there could have been more. That was actually how the song ended too. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you recognize it at all? No. It was off a Mac Miller song. Oh shit! It wasn't Mac Miller. It was Schoolboy Q, but uh, it was on the song G's. Okay, I. It didn't register. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So into the next one. Uh, which also, how are you doing on your beer right now? Um, I've taken like three sips. Okay. Because I've almost I? finished mine. Okay. So I was going to crack open another one. But mo mo move at your own pace. Too late. Oh, you already drank it all? I mean, I took a really big swig just now. All right. I'm pulling up the next one. Full, next yeah, one's my, let's go. So these ones are like one of my favorite, like just go to. I've grabbed every beer except the one I wanted to show you. <laughs> Is it the purple and or not the purple, the pink no, and blue? No, it's a, it's a briny melon gose. Does it have pineapple or kiwi? Oh, I forgot. Hold on. Hold on. Uh. Oh. Um, I also burp a lot, you guys, so I'm so sorry. That sounded like it came out of both ends. It was my mouth. Oh. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> through, through the thing, it sounded different. <laughs> Let's see. Why doesn't it say ingredients? It just says melon. Oh, we're good with melon. But, but. It says briny melon, but it doesn't say what else is in it. Here, do you want to yeah. look at it? Anderson Valley. It's cute. If that one is too iffy, I have this Bel Air Brooklyn one. Can I see that one? This one also doesn't say what the fuck's in it. I mean, what is it? I'll do this one. Okay. I feel like this one's a little bit more promising. All right, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll do that one too. You can just leave it. Oh, okay. All right, so we're gonna jump into the next one. Fuck a Johnny Rotten, I want Lil B. <laughs> Fuck you talking, this a killing spree. Pull up on a cracker bumping Lil Peep. Yes, I definitely appreciate that. That is one of my favorite songs. It's called I Cannot Fucking Wait Until Morrissey Dies. <laughs> I fucking hate Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
This is JPEG Mafia. He's a rapper, and he made a whole fucking diss song about Morrissey. <laughs> Why have you never showed me him? Um, because, yes. Well, he, he's very experimental. So, like, his beats are very unorthodox. So he's not for everybody. But I'll, I'll, I'll send you the song regardless after. Thank you. I mean, like, dep- even if your beats are just out there, if you fucking hate Morrissey enough to make a fucking diss album about him or track about him, I gotta respect you, like, to some degree, like. Oh, it, it, it's great, too. And he did a whole, like, in-depth explaining of the song. He, he said, if Morrissey can come out and say outrageous shit about every other ethnicity, I can pull up and talk shit about crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even shit-talking if you talk about crackers like that, though? I, I, don't, I don't think it's shit-talking. Cause me either. I mean, me and Tyler sit here and go back and forth <laughs> with the cracker jokes left and right. Yeah. All right. So the next one. All right. Do you want me to go with one of the most outrageous ones now, or save it towards the end? Um. Let's do it now. Let's see where we're at. All right. On Emmett Till grave, it's February, about to act oh out. God. For 28 days, have white women sucked my black cock? <laughs> oh. I told you it was wild. I mean, you're not wrong. I just didn't prepare myself. <laughs> Can you repeat the, the lyrics? All right, re- re- repeat it one more time. On Emmett Till Grave, it's February, about to act out. For 28 days, have white women sucked my black cock? It's gas. That one. It's fucking fire. It's fu- Yeah, like, the repeat wasn't to understand it. It was to hear it again. To hear it again. <laughs> like, that is another song I can send you right after. It's called <laughs> Bob and Weave by BFB to Pac-Man, featuring the lyrical genius that is Zach Fox. Fuck yeah, Zach Fox. All right. But yes, gas, fire. On, on the same song, which I've already used this, that's why I didn't throw it in, but you can rate it too, fuck it. Uh, I'll light a dude up like a hookah torch, got a gay shooter with a Ruger in his booty shorts. Is that from episode five? It's, wait, what? No, I think it was episode three. Okay. It was one of the first ones that I watched. Okay. <laughs> But is that gas or is that ass? I say it's gas. That's gas too. That same song. That one was Zach Fox. The other one was BFB to Pac Man. Okay. Oh man, I got a burp. Uh, oh, that was a good fuck. one. That's the loudest fucking pickup this mic has had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one. I. There's a lot of commas, so bear with me. You make me come. You make As me I complete. Should. You make me completely miserable. Oh, wait. You make me come. You make me complete. You make me completely. Oh, wow. That's it's gas. poetry. Yeah, it's it poetry. really. <laughs> like, you got to think about it. But once you think about it, you're like, <laughs> fuck that. So someone went really deep in the YouTube comments. Oh, and they said, uh, that's the three stages of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting your kicks, falling in love, fucking hating each other. 
Exactly. The last one is marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Once you can get through all three stages, it's meant to be. All right. So this is the last one. And we're circling back. Oh, Nikita makes his appearance. Put what? Plastic? You can put your food in. Wait. As long as it doesn't have metal. Oh, no, that's fine. That's nice. Nick makes an appearance every episode. I respect that for him. Good for him. Also, are we tasting or drinking this yet? Oh, I've already been sipping. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking disgraceful. Cheers. We love them in leather. We love them in lace. We love them even better when they sit on our face. Gas or ass? (laughs) (laughs) That was my cheers to you. All right, so we're we're at the last one of gas or ass. Yeah. And we got to go hard in the paint. I put my dick in a bag of Doritos and make his bitch suck the dust off the tip. We have literally talked about this line so many times. That song is fucking fire. (laughs) I know. What the fuck is up with my cat? (laughs) She's sniffing something. We're gonna be friends? She's tripping off new people. But is that gas or is that ass? Gas. Definitely gas. Definitely. The most iconic line of the most iconic song of last year. Wait, no. Was that 2019? It was 2019. Yeah. Most iconic song of 2019. We love our gospel music. Jesus is the one. All right. So that was that concludes Gas or Ass. Uh, with Christmas around the corner, my question for you is, what's the funniest gift you've ever given? And what's the funniest gift you've ever received? Oh, Fuck. Bro, my memory is not that good. If you want, I can go first while you recount. Yeah, I like don't have memories from the past like years. The two funniest gifts I've ever given, which he's in the room right now, so this is going to be pretty funny. I got Nick a pair of boxers that say that awkward moment when your dick is small and it has this scared fox on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nick just left the room to hide the laugh. <laughs> but, but even better than that, and Nick, you might remember this one too. Uh, for Christmas, I got Tyler a pocket pussy. <laughs> and the deal was that he had to chug a beer out of it. It was, it was a brand new pocket okay. pussy. It's not like... Here's here, here, bro. Here's my recycled. <laughs> I got it at Goodwill for you. Ew, it's not even yours. It's just some randos. <laughs> but it, it was a brand new pocket pussy. And I said, hey, you have to chug a beer out of it. That's the only way you can have the gift. And he ended up leaving the party before he chugged a beer out of it. Talked to him a week later and said, hey, man, you got to chug that beer now. And he goes, no can do, buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that was fast. And he goes, you're getting your money's worth. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. And the funniest gift I've ever gotten is uh, my friends, shout out Shaliza and Kylie. They got me a shirt with my face on the Virgin Mary. 
Like, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. My face is cropped on the Virgin Mary. It's fucking iconic. That is pretty fucking iconic. Like, <laughs> Kyle, Virgin Mary, hand in hand. Exactly. All right. Have you recalled any of the funny gifts you've given? Gosh. Given? Or received? I mean, I don't really give funny gifts because, like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sour beers be making me gassy. Yeah. Um... But, like, I have a really big family, so every Christmas, instead of buying for, like, everyone, we do Kris Kringles. And so we do it to where nobody knows who each other has. You can't have someone you've had for the last three years, and it can't be your own sibling or yourself. So, like, it's a fucking shit show. I have 20, I have 26 first cousins, and so there's 26 of us playing this game. Yeah. And to make, to fucking make it worth our time i guess aside from like spending christmas together we'll prank each other so i've never like given a funny gift but like i've wrapped i think it was like a fucking banana because i had my cousin preston and preston's a fucking asshole i love him but he's like a dumbass and so i like wrapped it in duct tape and then i put it in a box and then i wrapped the box like a gift and then i put it in another box wrapped that like a fucking gift oh you're one of those assholes he's an asshole (laughs) so i just did it because i was like oh Preston, you can get a little fuck face. Um, and then like we took a like put it together yourself box and we did it upside down and we taped like the pulley tabs, like little uh like confetti cannons that when you like pull the string it pops out confetti. Yeah. yeah. And we taped it to the lid that he would be opening and then filled the present up filled the present up you just slapped the fuck out of our listeners (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) you hear that y'all she she said i wrapped it and then slapped the fuck out that mic (laughs) you know yeah but i like filled his present upside down and then taped the bottom of the box so then when he opened it on christmas day when he like ripped it open it confettied at him yeah and I think that was probably the best joke I've given. Have you received any funny any funny jokes for Christmas? Um, one time my cousin got me a pair of pants that I really wanted. And instead of like wrapping them nicely and putting them in a box and wrapping the box or whatever, he wrapped my pants as pants and then folded those and put them in a box. So I opened it and then I held up the pants and they were pristinely wrapped in wrapping paper that's fucking effort <laughs> yeah you gotta give props for that I, I can't okay i can spit bars wrap but i can't like wrapping paper wrap <laughs> for the life of me yeah it that was probably the best because i was expecting like clothes cute and then i like had to fucking pull out pants and like take the tape off of like the seams and shit yeah but no like make me laugh presents you have to tell your friends step it up a notch me and my friends don't do christmas we make like make dinner together and have girls night what can you do that's funny while making dinner okay i'm jumping off on another note what's your thoughts on a spaghetti sandwich yeah 
I make spaghetti sandwiches. Oh, you do? Yeah. I thought people thought I was a madman. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bro, what you got to do is like put the fucking loaf of bread like in the oven with butter and garlic on it. Don't cut it. Just put it in so the outside gets crispy. Uh, Fuck. That was a lot. Sorry. Um, let the outside get crispy. And then when it comes out of the oven, cut it like longwise and then push it down so it's hollowed out. And then put your spaghetti in it and then cut it and then eat it. Okay. So I was going to do it kind of backwards. Oh. I was going to hollow it out put the garlic butter on the inner lining and then slightly cook it, cook it to where it has a little crisp to it and the garlic can set in and then put the spaghetti inside. That was my plan. So that way I could have the garlic inside of it. Okay. That I fucks with that idea, which also I'm attempting it tomorrow. Fuck I bought yeah. the loaf of bread. I bought the garlic butter. I'm, I, I'm ready to go. I but I, I told a lot of people about this idea of making a spaghetti sandwich and they called me a madman. Until I bought the supplies and they go, oh, that actually, because I explained it and they're like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Um, A, fuck those people, respectfully. B, if they've never had it, why are they talking shit? Like, well, don't knock it till you try it. There's a lot of shit. I, I, okay, I don't talk shit on it for other people, but I won't go near seafood. I can't even stand the smell. I literally had sushi before I came here. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry and we had the ingredients, so I fucking made sushi. Yeah, I'm I'm not a sushi fan. Like even even when I walk down like the seafood aisle, because like there's a really good uh okay. They mm -hmm. have like a really strong seafood section at the Save Mart near my dad's house. And they okay. have like lobsters the whole night. Jesus. Every time I walk down that aisle. I have to plug my nose because, like, the shit just... And it's weird because, like, I can go on boats and shit, but the smell of seafood just makes me ill. Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, not a seafood fan, but I am making a spaghetti sandwich, so stay tuned. <laughs> you know what you could do? Is if you don't eat the whole thing, you could definitely, like, cut it. Because are you going to, like, cut one end, hollow it, and then fill it? I'm cutting... Okay. Because so, now I have questions. Because uh, I live with my boyfriend, Nikita. Hey, Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him the idea, and he got super, super juiced. Fuck yeah. So basically, we're cutting the loaf in half, hollowing out each end, going to fill it. I, I'm going to cook it, and he's going to be my lab rat with me. Oh, So we're, yeah. bo we're, we're both going to have half a loaf of a spaghetti sandwich. Okay. I was going to say, because... Tomorrow or whenever, if you don't finish the whole thing, you could cut it like you would like a beef Wellington type deal and then okay. fucking pan sear it. I keep hitting your fucking microphone. And like pan sear it or like put it in the oven under broil with a little bit of cheese on top and then fucking eat it with a fork and a knife. I'll be honest. I was waiting for you to say, if you don't eat it, pass some up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. I, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I I'm such a Italian food lover that I'm 90% sure I'm going to love it regardless. Respectable. But the carbs are going to hate me later. <laughs> that That's just fucking carb that's, overload. Yeah. It is what it is. But it's fine. I'm part Italian. You are? I am. Oh. 
Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. And a wee bit Irish. Cute. That's where my liver comes from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So jumping into the to the next question. All right. So what's up with the SpongeBob porn? Oh my god, I fucking forgot about SpongeBob <laughs> porn. I have so many pictures to show you. <laughs> oh my god. So for context listeners, she was supposed to come on on episode 12. Yeah. And the day she was supposed to come on was the day that I was uploading V's episode. And if you have listened to V's episode, we pull up SpongeBob porn on that episode and listen to it and watch it. And she texted me before it uploaded saying, how do you feel about SpongeBob porn? <laughs> and I go, how did you listen to it already? She goes, what? I go, I just had an episode about SpongeBob porn. And she goes, fuck. <laughs> the idea has been stolen. Well, do you want to know about it now or on the podcast? So now we want to know. What's up with the SpongeBob porn? Okay, so me and all my coworkers at the cafe. So the fucking place that I work at, it's a cafe slash bar. I started off in the bar. COVID happened. We closed down to like renovate. And then I started working in the cafe, got a second job. So I never went back to bartending. Um, So everyone that works there, we're all pretty cool with each other. And we all really like each other. And due to that, we are very not intimate sexual, but intimate in the sense of we have like no boundaries with one another. Aside from like, like, like personal boundaries, like we can say whatever we want to say type of relationship. And there's only nine employees. So like, we're fucking close knit. Yeah. And the day that I texted you, someone, my friend Gabby was like, oh, look at this fucking porn. And I was like, why, why are we looking at porn? It's like a Thursday. Um, but like, show me. And so she did, and it was fucking um, Squidward, like, fingering Patrick with, like, one of his tentacles, like, over his mouth, and it was just cum coming out of his tentacle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, like, Patrick was, like, gurgling cum while getting fingered by fucking Squidward. Um, it was really graphic, <laughs> and all of us were like, oh, my God. And then it opened the discussion between said nine employees and our boss um, about spongebob porn and then all of us were like oh i have spongebob porn so we all brought out our spongebob porn because wait you had some spongebob porn on deck too it wasn't like porn porn it was more of just like a really sexual picture of squidward with like really huge boobs and like a super snatched waist see i can't say nothing because i have the picture of, of patrick's ass holding the flag on my phone <laughs> <laughs> Or there's like one of my other coworkers had the one where SpongeBob's at the beach and rips his pants, you know, and it's yeah. like the first initial rip. But instead of it being like PG and just a fucking square for an ass, it's like a human butthole, like, <laughs> like, like on his butt. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of a crude well, day, but it's crazy how much SpongeBob porn is out there. Oh, yeah. It because like the first thing me and V clicked on was handsome Squidward or destroys SpongeBob's holes, and it's handsome Squidward fucking SpongeBob with his nose, and SpongeBob no. has these enormous tits, and it's going. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you a theory I have about noses? What's it? If you got a good fucking nose, you must have a good fucking dick. I, I. 
I I have I have no words. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Alright. This is probably a very tasteless joke. So you're saying a lot of Jewish men be packing? From experience, yes. Jesus Christ. We're solving the Da Vinci Code here. Okay, but like just from like collectively from the dicks my friends and I have seen, we've talked about them. So if I've seen your dick, I've talked about it with my girlfriends. They all know. Um, and typically, like from what we've seen, noses are a better scale of dick than like shoe size. Because you know how it's like always yeah, like, that, oh, the bigger the sense. shoe, the bigger the dick. The stronger and hardier the nose, the fucking stronger and hardier the dick. Bigger the shoe, bigger the suck. Mm-hmm. And also, you just said, uh, fuck, I forget his name, but the toucan on the fucking Fruit Loop shit be packing. Oh my, I wasn't talking <laughs> about fucking birds. <laughs> you want some Fruit Loops now? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking holes does that toucan be having? <laughs> Wait, now we need to look up pictures of Pete Davidson's nose. <laughs> <laughs> he has a nice nose. <laughs> See, you you dove up. Jesus Christ, I can't speak. I'm only two beers deep. What the fuck? Anyway, that's why. But you've dug deep into this. You're already looking up celebrities' nose going, man, he's got a monster of a cup. Or like, man, why has he got such a small nose? It also like makes it more intriguing because it's like now i want to prove my theory so it's like if i'm interested in you and you have a decent nose i'm like i want to know okay so this one wait is this theory like proven by science or not the same color of your lips is the same color of for girls nipples and for guys the tip is that true i think it is right um I think for girls' nipples, yes. For guys' tip, I don't know. All right. I I think I can add polls on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so the poll's going to say, does does your lips match your junk? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see where the shit goes. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, your lips and, like, when you pull down your eye, that, like, the fucking waterline area... If yeah. you're really low in iron, or if you've lost if you've lost a lot of blood, hence low in iron, um, they go a lot more pale. But nips don't go pale as fast because blood is still circulated. Sorry. So that would be the same shit with again trying to bring equality to this shit. It'd no. be the same. Sh- <laughs> be the same shit with a dick because cir- circulation would still be going through there too, huh? I mean, yeah. But the question is, is who's staring at body parts while somebody's bleeding now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fucking sadistic person. The truth is, we all need to come with the iron like Tony Stark. Yeah. See, I'm pushing good health here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I, I, I don't have too many more questions left. We're on to the last one. Okay. And... What I try to do on this podcast is mix a whole lot of fuck around with a little bit of serious every now and then. Is this the serious? Because I feel like we've fucked around a lot. This is the serious question. Now, it's fair to say you're a pretty hardcore Democrat, correct? Yeah. 
So my question for you is, how would you say Joe Biden's done as president? That's fucking packed. I mean, I don't even like Biden, to be honest. The only reason I voted for him because he was the better of the two evils. And I just didn't want Trump in office anymore, honestly. But So, so what you're saying is you didn't vote yay 2020. No, I didn't. <laughs> Did you listen to Donda? <laughs> <laughs> Shit slapped. <laughs> I mean, really, through his presidency, he hasn't fulfilled a lot of the promises or statements that he created when he was running for office. And he has a fucking ex-cop as his VP, which as like from a Democratic Party now president, I feel like that's really distasteful because it's like if you're here for the people with the people by the people for the people, but you have someone who for years with receipts has oppressed people, I feel like just from ground zero, you're already not at ground zero. You're at ground like negative five. Like you so you started on a back foot. Like you weren't even that was a lot of analogies, but like I don't even know how to like really express it because it's like Joe Biden by himself, all right, you're getting us through presidency. You're trying to undo what's been done by previous president, but then you have a cop who's lied about putting like people of color away, especially like black people. Yeah. She's lied about smoking weed to like benefit her stance when the runnings were happening. She she went on the Breakfast Club and admitted she does. So she she didn't lie about that aspect, but it was a hypocritical stance because she said she smoked weed yet put people away for 20 plus years for weed-based offenses. But when she was first called out on it, I think it was on like a TV show. I forget if it was like Oprah or Ellen or something. She was first called out on it about like, oh, it you... was the Breakfast Club. Oh, might have been the first. I have no idea. I just remember the interview about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I smoke weed, blah, 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 this and that. After like accusations about like putting people away for minor weed offenses for longer than they should have been put away or fucking put away in general. Like it's fucking weed why um and to like cover it up she was like oh yeah i smoked weed in high school like listening to or not high school but like in college listening to snoop dogg and like this and that and made like kind of like a believable that was in air quotes believable um story when she was being interviewed and then after when it like aired people looked it up and they're like Snoop Dogg hadn't like was six years away from releasing his first song ever when you were yeah. in college. So like liar. And it's like shit like that where I'm like, if you can't just like own up to like, like I did do that. Then then I, I can't trust you. Like my trust in you is now gone. It, okay. So this brings another political like segue. Mm hmm. But that was one of the reasons I could never stand with Hillary. Oh. It's because Hillary was two-faced her entire political career. Yeah. She was anti-gay. She was, Then she was pro-gay. Then she was... And when I say that, I mean like the uh, pro-gay marriage, anti-gay yeah. marriage. 
So she was for the LGBTQ community when she was running against Trump, but she wasn't when she was running against Obama. She was pro-immigration reform when she was running against Obama. And then she called Trump all those, all, all the different things for the uh, uh, wall. Yeah. But she said the same thing. She said she wanted to build a fence, <laughs> which, I mean, credit to her. That's a lot cheaper. <laughs> a lot I mean, less tax dollars. <laughs> I'm, yeah, fuck. I mean, like, just the Clintons in general have been problematic from the get-go. And we made jokes about uh, Jeffrey Epstein before the podcast aired. They're ones that are tied heavy into that oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> Please don't come after me. <laughs> but uh, there was like some dark web shit that surfaced that Will Smith and uh, fucking Eminem went to that island. But a lot mm -hmm. of the names that are like undisputed, like not even dark web shit, like this is damn like, near like regular infor information. Like you internet. could Google it and don't have to do quite a big search to find it type of shit. Oh, I saw an article about it the other day on Twitter. Yeah that Bill Clinton was one of the people that kept going on those flights along with Donald Trump. Okay. Donald Trump, like no shit, but Bill Clinton and fucking, never mind. Don't know the other president. Hillary wasn't there, but, or at least according to the shit I've read, but Bill would always do those flights over. My thing is if you support an abuser and you know what's going on and you don't speak out, you may not, you, you shouldn't be tried as said abuser, but you should be definitely getting the same like like pushback. Because yeah. like if you can support abuse like that, then you don't deserve anything good coming to you because you've allowed it to happen. You've perpetuated their their comfortability with that abuse. And that's not okay. Yeah. So fuck Hillary. So here's my other thing is where the fuck are we getting these politicians from? Because, like, the options we've gotten in the past couple years have been fucking horrid. Honestly, I should run for president in 12 more years I can. I'll be 35, living in America for 23 years. I think that's the requirements. But but here's the thing, is that these parties, they control the shit. Because oh, yeah. Bernie's been a, a fan favorite for a long time. Oh, yeah. But he's not a puppet, and he's not technically a Democrat. Yeah. So they're not going to push his agenda because he doesn't have... Because he's third-party representative. It, it, exactly. And so we keep getting people like fucking Hillary, who Hillary will say whatever it takes to get into office. You get people like Trump, which Trump just spits outrageous shit, and the Republican Party didn't like him. But he had so much fucking backing from that cult he fucking started that... Jesus. the republican party had to back him yeah because if and, they didn't and he be and he became the puppet that they that he swore he wouldn't be he, but oh he my swore god and, he wouldn't be and okay so this part might get a little controversial mm. i agree with a lot of trump's politics it finance okay okay let, 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 let me redefine that financially no. Yes. Financially. I love what he did with the economy pre-COVID. He, I, he doesn't deserve anything good, but conservative financially, I'd give him a B. Everything else, 
negative F minus. He, he was terrible as a leader. He was terrible on a moral standard. <laughs> He's a horrible dad, horrible grandfather, <laughs> horrible brother, uncle. Ew. But he, like, especially compared to this shit Biden's put us through financially so oh, far. Oh, yeah. Like, and he didn't handle COVID that well either. I, I, But Biden, I don't think, would have done much better because Trump at least gave us a few stimulus checks. But if he had closed the country down in the first fucking place. If, and he, if we handled this in, like, fucking New Zealand, shit, we'd be <laughs> golden right now. Exactly. But if fucking, I'm, I'm, I won't be voting for Biden a second term. It depends. Here, okay, here's my other issue, is I feel like he's mentally not competent to be president anymore. No, I he feel like he's... 100% has dementia. Yeah, dementia? Dementia. Yes. It's a sh, not a ia. <laughs> you, heard, you heard my Karen gasp, by the way. Yeah, I've dealt with Karens today. It's, it is what it is. All right. Anyways, motherfucker's mind's not right. <laughs> Did you hear what he's... Okay, he said so much outrageous shit lately. But one of my favorite things, this was before he was president, when he was running for president. He was in an interview. Yeah. And he goes, in 2020, I'm going to be the first Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Byron. <laughs> And then his whole thing about uh, recently he sounded sick and they said, uh, hey, Mr. President, why don't you sound right? He goes, uh, I got a grandson. He's, he's got a cold and he loves to kiss his pop. So he kissed my, anyways, I got a cold. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, okay. We're talking about creepy dads and shit. Joe Biden gives off very like good uncle quotations good good uncle but like he's the secret creepy uncle of the family oh for sure well like i feel like any politician (laughs) but like like when he was first running and like the pictures came out of him like oh sniffing hair yeah i'm like bro that's so fucking nasty or like when he would like crouch down to like be close with people and it's like you're really fucking close to that armpit And, like, armpits are filled with a lot of fucking pheromones. Like, what do you want, sir? Why why is your face there? Wait, so there's armpit fetishes. Ew. Really? I think so. Okay. I mean, you just brought it up. It has the pheromones and all that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's someone that goes, damn, let me see them armpits. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Like, who looks at a fucking armpit and is like, yeah, let me just fucking beat my shit real quick. (laughs) Only fans dedicated to strictly armpits. No. <laughs> it's called a hustle. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> How do you feel about OnlyFans? Hey, make money any way you can. Okay. I respect it. Fuck yeah. If if people want to pay, let them pay. Cool. If you're gonna make money, make your money. It's your body, it's your choice. Make your grind any way you can. Fuck yeah, Kyle. If if anything, I'm jealous. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I won't make the same money. You never know unless you try. Look, 
And it's also not a sex platform. You can put your podcast on there. That's true. But like, then less people will listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't afford to lose. (laughs) All right. right. People don't listen to it while it's free. (laughs) I can't afford to charge people. You can't or you won't. I may be a dime, but you can see my gooch for nine ninety nine going up that holy pants. Oh my intoxicated in <laughs> Just a heads up, that was a rap bar that I was saving <laughs> for the longest, but it never got use. I respect it. All right, all right, so so round it back. Yes. Uh Joe Biden do you approve how he's been in office? How would you rate it? I mean... Also, you said you got gas before you came here. Keep that into account. Wait, what? <laughs> you said you went and got gas before you got here. Keep that into account. Didn't that shit cost $5? I, dude, I stopped at $24. <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit. Whatever's in my tank, we're leaving. That's what like the long fucking pause was for. Because like honestly, looking at it, like... Families are still being separated in cages, and that was one of the that was one of the big things that I was like looking forward to to like coming to an end or at least being like alleviated was like fucking ice. Like I don't understand why we have ice. Like America, like nothing's illegal. Like nothing's not illegal, but like it's stolen land. Like you can't make laws and policies on stolen land. Like so, I don't get why the fuck we we like follow people okay a flip-flop thing you can't make laws and shit on stolen land yeah but i mean you need laws to because because a lot of people will argue gun reform true but you can't make laws on and if you want to go back to the old time old timey shit the whole reason people have guns is if you remember the second amendment was created so that people can bear arms in case the government tries to or tries to uh, so the government can't overrule you yes so it's a flip-flop standard it is a flip-flop but in regards to penalizing people that are coming to a melting pot of a society on stolen land to say who can and cannot come in or come over the border is where i'm coming from because i agree with that because you can't like make laws on stolen land, but then like gun reform and second amendment, like our laws. So I get that. But like from like saying like no to one person or no to, or yes to like two people in a family of five. I'm like, why? Like keep keep the same standards for everyone. Yeah. Like if you're allowing people to come in from Europe massively, like why are you not allowing people to come from Mexico? Yeah. It's like, it's just fucking funky. And so that was one of the big things. Well, the, the, the process in terms of immigration is long and difficult. Uh, shit, I should fucking talk to him about this while he was on this podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll share this story. If he tells me no, I'll cut it out. Okay. Uh, but my friend V, he was on the 11th episode. Oh, yes. Uh, so he actually was born in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And he came here, but uh, his mom filed the paperwork it took almost two years for him to be able to come to this country yeah and so it's not like 
hey, you know what? But like a week ago, I booked a trip to Hawaii. It's not just, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go start a new life. It's it's a long process. You have to pay your dues to yeah. get in. But I'm saying, like, if this is, like, the melting pot, like, if America, like, that's one of the things that, like, the melting pot of America. To then restrict those who are looking, are, like, looking for asylum and looking to start a new life, that's where I'm, like, like, I got to take a deep breath with it because it's, like, I know you have to pay your dues. Like, my brother-in-law, he's 40. 46 i don't know he's like 10 years older than my sister um he's been in america since he was 13 so for the past 33 years he's been in america and he's just now finally able to get his green his green card and like he's been every year applying and like going through the process resubmitting papers like bringing documentation like getting it together and it's been a 33 year long process like my friend who I've known since preschool, like her parents were citizens because they had a child in America. Um, but her uncle, I think has been in America for like 70 years. Same thing. Like finally just got his green card. And so like, I know that there is a process, but I'm like seeking asylum. And then instead of just being like, in quotations, returned, or brought back to the place that you came from instead being held captive is where I'm like, okay, like why, like, why are you separating? And th- this is probably where I'm flip flop on that, on, on that subject is because definitely don't separate people from their families. Mm-mm. Keep them all together. If you're going to send them back to Mexico then send them as a family. Yeah. If if you're going to keep them here in America, keep them all together as a family. Don't send some one way, keep the other the other way. And the situation you were just saying where they were here for 33 years, they're paying their dues. They yeah. paid their taxes, they're living their life. They've made their impact in society. Mm-hmm. I don't agree in opening the border and letting everyone in. Why? Be- because all right, so you know this from living in California. Yeah, the shit is overcrowded. Uh, All right, okay. <laughs> Actually, I had I've had this conversation with someone else before. I'm fine with opening the border and allowing people to go to Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying we should just put all the racists in Wyoming and Can- goodbye. My, my thought process is that California, which it's probably because a this is one of the most beautiful states it's one of the most lenient states oh absolutely uh, you can drive that, four hours anywhere and be in five different climates and, and, and that's why i think everyone comes here but i feel like this area is just so overcrowded that i don't want to open the borders and say sure. hey anyone can come here because we have run out of space yeah i mean san francisco stack 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 and especially in like situations like corona where yeah. sh- shit like that will just spread with so many people we need yeah. to spread out the population yeah and like even if it was like relocating because like i get it like california oh shit fuck i just keep hitting your shit i'm sorry <laughs> um <laughs> i talk with my hands man um like if we could do relocation to 
put people in like, oh, you can be in Wyoming. Like, you know, I'm like, that makes sense because I yeah. get it that California and the bordering states as well, like Arizona, Arizona I, and Texas are really impacted, especially at the border. Is Texas overpopulated? Well, I guess a lot of people are moving out there too. But yeah, definitely. But like states. on yeah. bordering state, like that yeah. part of Texas is really impacted right now. Like a lot of people are starting to find their way into like Dallas and Houston and then moving to other states like Tennessee and stuff. But it's so impacted at the border when people can successfully come through that, like, I do get, like, inflammation and being impacted with people. Like, that makes total sense. It's just, like, morally, when people come to find, to seek asylum, and that's what America is, like, based on, and they're refused, and then not only are they refused, they're separated from their people. That's where I'm, like, yeah, yeah. that's where my heart breaks, and that's where I'm, like, okay, Joe Biden, like, that was one of the things that you said you would at least like work on. And you've not only matched Trump's numbers with children in cages, you've now surpassed his numbers. All right. So this, this is going to be my thoughts on Joe Biden is you've definitely said you disagree with him damn near across the board. Yeah. I, I literally voted for him because it's better of two evils. Like I didn't find any of his policies or any of his words, like, to be like fuck yeah joe biden i was like okay joe biden it's not trump let's go he has a better chance of winning i have kind of a funny story so everyone's gonna know my voting status here now but i did not vote this year idiot (laughs) hear me out my cat barfed on my ballot (laughs) (laughs) was it her it was it was Callie. She barfed on my ballot. Me too, girl. If I could barf on my ballot, I would, but So I I, I didn't realize I had a mail-in ballot until the day of the election. My mom goes, Oh, it's sitting on the table. I go and look at the table and she barfed on it. I I could have I probably could have gone to the polls and done it, but you at, could have. This was my thought process. In California, your vote's not gonna make a huge impact, at least on the presidential election. The big impact is more so on all the different um, props. Yes. This was the year I didn't do any research on uh. props. My first year voting, I did a lot of research on the props. I had a lot of friends telling me different sides because my whole thing is I'm open-minded about everything. So I yeah. want to hear I want to hear my conservative friends say this. I want to hear my liberal friends say this. And then I want to do my own research and find what and then take pieces from their story and find out what's in the middle. Yeah. And like, like do your own, just like, what is this prop? Exactly. Yeah. During this election, I was, I was really busy with different shit. And I was like, you know what? I I don't care enough. (laughs) (laughs) This was a year where I'm like, at least with presidential election, I have zero impact Yeah. in California. California. If I was in a 50, 50 state, it would have been a different story. Oh yeah. But California, we were going blue the whole way. It, it wasn't even going to be. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Joe Biden won like 73 to 27%. He did. Or I don't know if that is the actual number, but it was, it, it was landslide. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that, that was my thought process. And then it didn't help that little bitch over there. <laughs> little bitch be taking a nap right now, sitting up. Look at her go. She's a guard cat. She's just making sure you don't hit me. Can I hit him? No, this is for real, my cat. Look. 
um, listeners, she did not fucking move. In <laughs> fact, she away. walked away. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's coming. She's finding her route. Okay, you know, I'll give she, I'll give you the she, dub. She greets me at the door every morning. The second I unplug my phone and the cord hits the floor, she's at the door. Oh damn! Hey, she she's a love bug to me, but nobody else. She's pussy she hates whipped. Nikita. She hates Nikita. Fuck yeah, Callie. You just earned a fucking... She hisses at him every every day. <laughs> she earned a gold star in my heart. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, the reason I... Oh, sorry. Oh, go, go, go ahead. I was going to say, go the ahead. reason I called you an idiot is because there's a literal like term for like when you're eligible to vote and you don't, you're, you're considered, a, in quotations, idiot. Because... The word idiot as we use it in like day-to-day speech is derived from the political idiot that has the right and the eligibility to vote and chooses not to. And it's usually, it was for when like votes, like not that your vote doesn't count, but when it truthfully counted because your vote was like one-to-one as opposed to like put in a pool and then present it out. That's why idiot was used in that term. She just climbed up on my lap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see this, right? <laughs> yeah. She's big Jillian bro. Uh, so the the whole thing I was telling people too, because I, I told a lot of my friends that I didn't vote and I got called out for it. And I mean, you, you give your opinion, but I, I told them something that I expect from my friends that don't vote in the future. If you choose not to vote, you're not allowed to bitch about the yes <laughs> about the results exactly however <laughs> i'm gonna state my opinion now i'm not bitching <laughs> wait, i'm wait, stating my wait. opinion is she purring right now she is can you, you hear can it hear it lightly? in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> love that for her uh so this is my opinion on joe biden's presidency so far i feel like he's definitely macked uh, Mac. <laughs> Will he be macking on these kids? <laughs> no. Did you hear about his grandson kissing Pop? <laughs> kissing him where? Okay, don't they? <laughs> he has lacked financially, obviously, as everyone who has to pump gas in their car knows. He hasn't really helped any students. Oh, no. Stu- student debt is still at a fucking all time high. Yeah. Yeah, he, he hasn't given more stimuluses like he said. He gave, I did get a six hundred dollar check two days ago. He gave eighteen hundred in his two, what year and a half as presidency. I don't know. Trump gave more than that. Trump was also going to get fucking executed if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like by me personally. FBI. <laughs> um, FBI. He is no longer a fucking president. He does not deserve your or. Secret services. If if I'm not mistaken, this is a true fact. If that you put pre- presidents get a a a secret service until they die, which was a big reason why everyone was talking about his um possible impeachment. Because if he got impeached, he wouldn't get the secret service. Yes, but I don't think he gets all of the benefits of secret service. Oh, he doesn't get the same as Biden, but he still gets. No, I mean, security. like compared to like Obama. Yeah. And Wait. Bush. Like no, he doesn't no, no. get it. He he does because the impeachment thing went. Uh, no, he does. Away. But because he was like on trials and stuff, I think they've lessened it. 
Is it the same with Bill Clinton? Because Bill Clinton was actually successfully impeached, remember? Yes, I think it is. Because I think if you... What was the thing at the very end of his term? Not impeachment, but... Oh my god, I've literally suppressed the memory of Biden era of Trump. Um, <laughs> I'm like, out of sight, out of mind, we were done. Ugh, I forget, but like, I think because he was like allegations were made and trials were brought up and people came forward. I think he does get secret services protection, but he doesn't get them as intensely as other previous presidents that weren't put on trial get. This is where I wish we were like the Joe Rogan podcast and had a fact checker right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, does Trump I'm, I'm, get I'm fucking pre- support? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure because he wasn't officially impeached, he still gets the same services as everyone else. Well, that's fucking stupid. All I know is that he's no longer president. So if I do make a threat to him, the FBI can't like come after me. Although if an act of my threat was made on him and FBI was aware of my threat, I would be contacted. Whereas like if I was like, I'm a fucking kill Joe Biden, allegedly. <laughs> I was about to say FBI, we got her. <laughs> <laughs> FBI, if someone like reported this podcast, like. Due to that, I would be like, Miss Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> or as if I'm like, I fucking hope Trump dies. Is what it is. Free speech. So back to my rant about. <laughs> okay, Joe anyway, Biden. yeah, sorry. So he's lacked in terms of financially. Mm-hmm. And this is a big one that I did not expect. Oh. He is lacked as a moral leader. Yeah. Because I expected a huge step up from our last <laughs> moral leader. <laughs> Big air quotes made from Kyle. But uh, like even with the Kyle Rittenhouse, his oh my stance, God. oh, it fucking had me going, are you kidding? Uh, yeah. Are you? And he has not lifted us up as a country in the slight. It, this is going to be a horrible fucking oh comparison. Uh-huh. But one of the country's best moral leaders, for better or for worse, well, Obama is by far the best moral leader the country's ever had. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't think any president, maybe Abe Lincoln, from a moral standpoint. Abe Lincoln was a very hard slave owner. He does not get that moral standpoint. As a leader. Okay, yeah. As a leader, Abe Lincoln was great, but he, okay. Damn it, you're taking me all these different directions. <laughs> I had this great history teacher who told me Abe Lincoln's the most overrated president of all time. And he had so many facts to back it up. And while I'll agree with that, I do have to say he was a great fucking leader. He was a great moral leader. Yes. I expected Joe Biden to be a pretty damn good moral leader. Yeah. I was definitely expecting Joe Biden to be like top three, top five. And he's like, I'm going to put him at number five for the sake of, our oh, previous leaders top five out of the last five <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of all him of and them. trump i think are the worst presidential moral leaders we've had um okay. 9-11 okay it was an inside is, job th- 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 this is where it gets controversial <laughs> i think bush was a good moral leader because like <gasps> while well, he might have started 9-11 he <laughs> That's a fucking way to start a sentence. Well, he might have started 9-11. He had some fucking uplifting quotes. 
Okay, quotes do not equate. We, as a country, will recover from this. And then he had like one. After 9-11, what you did? If you get up on that horse, you ride it. God damn it, I was ready to ride a horse. (laughs) 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 But like he he uplifted people. And that's also the reason why he won a second term. Is because he was so good at uplifting everyone because he was a good moral leader. That was also when boomers and their firstborns were like voting. So, hey, did hey. you get up on that horse? No, I've never ridden a fucking horse in my life. Well, you ain't ride it. That's why you're, <laughs> you're struggling. Um, I am. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of that went a lot more political than I expected. <laughs> I asked one political question and we talked for like 30 minutes. <laughs> it do be like that. It is what it is. But yeah, I, I'm disappointed with Biden as a president. I'm yeah. hoping we get new faces. We, the, <laughs> we, we, we deserve some new faces from both parties. I'm tired of the serial killer. <laughs> I mean, sorry, the Zodiac killer. Ted Cruz. <laughs> I'm tired of Trump. I'm tired of Hillary. I'm tired of Kam- wait. What's her name? Is it Kamala or Kamala? Kamala. Okay, I. It's crazy. I don't even fucking know her name. The but- only reason I know her name is because I was like fuck Kamala Harris when she first like started running. But see, even her, I would take as a first woman president over Hillary. And oh I would t- yeah, and I would take her over dementia-ridden Biden. Because Biden, I 100% actually. Dementia. <laughs> Which I think a lot of people can make the argument that Kamala. Yeah. Kamala is running the country Kamala? right now because Joe Biden sure is shitting. Can't yeah. Win. Kamala. Now I'm like thinking Kamala. about it. You got me second guessing it. Fuck, that's another poll, dude. Jesus. Does your lips match your junk? Is it Kamala? <laughs> Wait, how do you even type that? <laughs> Is it Kamala Kamala? It's K. I do this right now. Um, now I feel bad because I fucking the mispronouncing of names just really fucking makes me mad because I can pronounce some fucking stupid shit. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. Kamala Harris, if you want to come on the podcast and <laughs> tell us how to say your name, we will welcome you here with open arms. Be prepared. Will... Be prepared for drunk questions <laughs> and for some political questions as well. Um, Kamala Harris, if you ever do listen to this and you do want to come on here, I will personally buy your favorite alcohol and make you mix drinks the entire night. You know she's not into that. Will you grab her a doobie? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. a horrible joke. That is. <laughs> it's fine. I got people. Hey, T, you want to come on and interrogate? <laughs> with this is no longer a podcast. It's fucking interrogation. Sit there and answer questions. <laughs> you can bring your bong tea. Come a little <laughs> Just don't do it in front of her. We got to do it all in the backyard. Thank you. <laughs> but not in front of her. That's a knock. Six nine if you'd like to come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd invite Joe Biden, but we can only have so many people that touch kids here. All right. Oh. So. <laughs> Who else? R. Kelly, you too. <laughs> Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else to say. 
Have, have, have you seen Dave Chappelle's R. Kelly skit? No. Oh. I'm gonna <laughs> piss on you. Drip, drip, drip. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I have a lot of songs to send you after this. Yeah, I, that's like the third one, I think. But all right, I think we're going to wrap it up. We have too many kids jokes here. <laughs> this is get a little fucked up. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, thanks for coming on. I hope Thank you enjoyed the sour me. beer. I hope you enjoyed the fuck around jokes and the political debate. Uh, we'll be voting for you in 2028. 2028. You said you have to wait six years. That'll be the next election. No. 2024? 12 years. I have to be 35. Ah, oh, shit. I can't do that. I am math. It's okay. Wait, 36. Okay. Well, then, then. Wait, no. Wait, 12 years from now? That'd be 33. You could do, no. (laughs) I'm not a mathematician. It's okay. I don't want you to be. All right. Well, we're wrapping it up. Vote for whenever the fuck she runs. (laughs) My name is Maya. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Until then. Listen to Donna. That's our next president. (laughs) (laughs) Slaps. Actually, you know what? Fuck him. I'm still mad at the shit he did to Andre 3000. Oh, yeah. Andre is a goat and he shall be respected as such. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye.